All right. Um, here today we have Mikel Dia. What's up? All right. Thanks for joining us. And he's representing, has created uh, Funnelytics. And uh, we're going to talk about that today. Thanks, Mikel, for coming on today. Yeah, man, my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So I want to start off, I want to do a chronological thing, right? I want to say, uh, let's start with the backstory. Let's start with how did we get from wherever you were before into, I'm going to make a tool that does all these amazing things. How yeah. did we get into something like that? I mean, what, take us, take us uh, back to where it all started. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll kind of give you the, the, the short version, you know, step-by-step -step timeline. So yeah. uh, I guess back in 2010-ish, in 2009, somewhere around there, uh, I started a t-shirt business. Uh, we had all these t-shirts with a, a couple roommates of mine. And, um, at the time, I knew nothing about marketing, like whatsoever, and nothing about online marketing, nothing about websites or, or anything like that. And we had sold all of our kind of t-shirts that we had bought uh, to our friends and family. And like, you know, we were in university at the time, so we had a lot of friends, so it kind of went really fast. And um, in our minds, we're like, oh man, this business stuff is pretty, pretty straightforward. Like selling is pretty easy, right? Yeah. Uh, so we ordered a lot more t-shirts, way too many more t-shirts. And it turns out that our friends and family didn't want any more t-shirts because they had already bought some from us. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I was at this kind of weird stage where it's like, okay, we have these stacks, like literally boxes of t-shirts. Like that's how stupid we were, like like stacks in our, in our condo. And um, I, I Googled how to sell online. That's, that's how it kind of, the whole journey. And like, if you remember, you know, 2009, 2010, I mean, it's still a, a, a shit show when you Google how to sell online. But like, you know, I went down this crazy rabbit hole of like, you know, anything related to like making money online and, uh, you know, right. SEO and, and how to like create articles on review sites and rank them and then put affiliate links to those. And like just this whole whirlwind of like, how do you sell stuff online? And really it wasn't how to sell online or how to start an online business. It was like how to make money online, which is even worse. Cause like there's all sorts of crap that mixes together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, it, it's, it, it honestly fascinated me though. Like this idea of finding a stranger and turning them into a customer for something and like literally being able to convert like dollars into more dollars, right? Spend a dollar, make $3. This idea kind of fascinated me. And I just like dove into everything. I dove into social media marketing, content marketing, SEO, uh, paid advertising on Google and Facebook and, and landing pages and conversions and, and copywriting, all this stuff, like everything that I could about marketing. Yeah. Um, and then eventually um, I, I, I became pretty good. I'll, I'll kind of fast forward a little bit, but um, I became pretty good at it. I, I really started to understand it. And, and as I was, speaking to various business owners or colleagues throughout my through my network and stuff and it wasn't because i was trying to become a marketer um i was just so passionate about this you know these ideas of like hey this is what i think you could do with your business like and they would sit there and say man that's pretty clever like can we hire you as a consultant can you help me build you know these landing pages or can you help me write these email sequences and and these things and um 
so I started kind of consulting uh, and, and doing a little bit of that with these small business owners. Uh, and eventually, you know, I, I, I met or I learned about this dude named Russell Brunson and, and I got even better at this stuff. And, um, and then in, in 2014, I decided to start my own agency. And I ran my agency for, for about three years. And, you know, I could talk about the ups and downs of running an agency and, and all of that stuff. But uh, at, at my core, as we scaled our business, uh, at the core of the business always came down to whenever you map out a marketing funnel, you sit there and you have all of this data and like in order, as everybody you know knows, when, when you launch a marketing campaign, it's not like, oh, cool, like let's go and spend 500 bucks and we're going to be millionaires and like it works, right? It most of the time never really works the way you planned it. And the problem is like you've got, okay, Facebook over here and it tells you all of this data, right? And it says, you got this many clicks and this is how many conversions and like here's Facebook's data. Now here's Google Analytics's data. And then here's like your MailChimp or your, your active campaign data. And it's like all siloed, none of it matches. None of it is actually the same. And your page data, your page builder and all that. Yeah. Exactly, right? You've got all of this data all separated. None of it is really the same. And the worst part is like, you know, I, uh, you know, I, here I have a, we use, we still use whiteboards, but you know, I have kind of a- Wait, I, just, I, want to, I want to take a minute here. So I'm sitting here, with this, uh, what, what I think is a pretty good size whiteboard in yeah. the back here, right? For somebody who's, who's also been into diagramming things and planning things out for, for a number of years. And I'm like, you know, I use this. I use it every single day. I brainstorm stuff. Yeah. And you pop on this screen here and we take a look around. This entire room yeah, yeah, is a whiteboard. Can you just yeah. show that? The, the entire room is a whiteboard. Literally. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's how, that's how serious... And nerdy, I guess we are about Dude, this stuff, right? That's, so, that's exactly it. I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if I could have a whole room where I could just kind of get in here and just draw shit out? So, um, did you did you do that yourself too? Because I had I had eight years I'd spent on my own as a painting contractor, and uh, I've never had somebody ask me to paint a whole room like that. Uh, yeah, with, with I, I, yeah, there's a specific whiteboard paint. Uh, I forget what it's called, so you can order it and like. Yeah, me and, and my, my team, we, we sat in here and we started white painting. It, I'll be honest, it's not really the greatest paint. Like it kind of wears out relatively quickly and erasing it is a, a nightmare and stuff. Like you gotta put like so many layers, but um, still it's, it's cool to have it all as a, as a whiteboard. But uh, anyways, kind of going back to the, the, the story, like looking at this, this strategy that I just showed you, the, the problem is, you know, Facebook and, and Google, because they run in, in spreadsheets and like charts and graphs, all of their data is linear, right? It's like step one, step two, step three. But the strategy that I mapped out on my whiteboard isn't linear. Like a retargeting ad happens simultaneously as there's an email sequence being sent and then people are bouncing around different things. So how am I supposed to take this data that's first of all siloed and not, doesn't match and like how do I translate it to this diagram that I put on my whiteboard. That was the biggest pain point for me um, when I was kind of running my agency. So I, I kind of had this very, you know, simple idea of like, wouldn't it be really cool if I could just take this diagram on my whiteboard and, and put it on a canvas on my computer and like drag and drop it and connect it all together, but then just like hit a button and see how people are flowing through this thing. 
that was the concept. That was the idea of Funnelytics. And uh, yeah, that, as the agency kind of grew, I started, uh, you know, putting some of the profits into developing this idea, this concept. And yeah, two years later, here we are. And was it developed, uh, obviously it, it was born out of a need of your own or yeah. at least a desire of your own to basically more easily see what, what's going on with, <laughs> with everything. And I've been, uh, you know, behind the scenes at companies like lead pages where, uh, there there's dedicated advertising people. There's dedicated email people, email marketing people, you know, they have a whole, uh, uh, other business drip you know, dedicated there, they have dedicated marketing, you know, analysts and, and, and people just looking at the data. And I would see, you know, the, the Google reports, the spreadsheets, the everything. And I had been marketing for a long time and just looking at all that going, okay, well, can, and I would have to go to somebody. So inside the company, I'd have to go to somebody and say, can we see the people who did this, who also did that, but didn't do this? And I, do, I, I would probably be the most annoying person there on any of the teams asking all these questions because I'm, you know, tasked with strategy and tasked with improvement. And I'm and I don't know how to read all of this stuff that they're reading and everybody's got their own thing and I'm trying to piece it all together and I'm writing things, you know, on, on a diagram going, hmm, well, well, could we see slice it this way, slice it that way. And so, yeah, I, I, I can see that pain point uh, for, for any kind of business, even those yeah, that are I, in marketing. Uh, you know, I, I always say like, I, I, I'm pretty good at math and, and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm a pretty analytical guy, but I personally rather bash my head against the wall. Like it's, it's just, it doesn't make sense. It's just, there's too many things. And it's like, why does it have to be so complicated? And, you know, ultimately, us as humans, we're, we're very visual, right? Like, we like to see pictures. We like to, you know, all the way back in time, hieroglyphics. And, and now, um, it's funny, I had a buddy post a, 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 a quick meme on, online on his Instagram where he, he posted, like, at the top is, like, all the hieroglyphics. And 4,000 years later, we're now back to that with emojis. Like, it's, you know, we're communicating in the same way at, at, at the end of the day. Because we understand pictures, right? We understand flow, like that kind of stuff. So it, it's just, it was so frustrating. And um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the core reason behind it. It was just, can I visually see this? I, you know, Steve Jobs famously said that he built the iPhone in, in such an intuitive way that a three-year-old could kind of like understand how to use it. And I was like, well, well my thought was similar. Well, why do you have to be a data scientist in order to understand what's working versus what's not? Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier if I could just see a picture and that picture would like tell me whether or not it's working or not, or like it shows me, or like I could visually see it like, oh, this is not working and this is working. And like, and that, that was always been kind of the vision, the concept behind holidays. Yeah, uh, especially for those, you know, that are more, creative you know uh, and they can come up with creative strategic solutions to things and, and ideas to solve the problems but they have to be able to understand where the problems are in the first place so that brings us you said a, a three-year-old who is this for is this for three-year-olds 
<laughs> no, yeah, yeah, unless unless you've got a really smart three-year-old that knows how to spend money on. Who's going to use this? Who's going to use this thing? Is it everyday business owner? Is it the data analyst? Is 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 there a new thing? As you know, we've got uh, the group Funnel Architects and trying to push uh, push the point that uh, you know this could be a whole new career path. This could be a whole new uh, genre. This could be a whole new title yeah. uh, business model. Um, so that's one way of doing it, and there's there's ways within businesses that this obviously could be used. Who all is it is it for? Yeah, so, uh, so it's a really good question, um, and it's something that we spent a lot of time analyzing uh, over the course of of the last year as more and more people signed up to to Funnelytics. Because the reality is, it, it you know when you think about uh, the the life cycle of an actual marketing project as you mentioned like it starts off with that creative strategist right and and you that that's the person who's sitting on the whiteboard and figuring out what is it that we're going to do right so they map that stuff out then the next phase after you've kind of figured out what your plan is now the next phase is the whole build process okay now like i gotta go set up my ads i gotta go build my pages i gotta set up the integrations and write the copy and you know, that's like the build phase, right? Yeah. Uh, and then after that, when you actually turn the thing on, now it's time to gather that data and start to see, okay, what does it look like? Is it working? Is it not working? Where are the breakpoints? What do we need to tweak? You know, all of that, the whole optimization stage. So the funny thing with Funnelytics is it's kind of used at two, at two spots. A lot of our users come in with the mapping tool, right? They come in as yep. strategists. They come into diagram and they go and either pitch to their client and say like, look, this is what we're gonna go and do for you. Or uh, they'll, they'll map it out and then tell their internal team like, okay, this is what we're building, which keeps everyone on the same page and because everyone can follow the, the pretty picture in a sense, right? Yep. We don't really help you during the build phase, if that makes sense, right? Like we don't build your pages for you. We're not click funnels. We're not sending emails for you. What you get to do is connect your, your tools to this particular diagram. And then we start really coming back on the optimization phase. So it's, it's been funny seeing who's using Funnelytics. We've got kind of those two tiers. We've got the person who's like the strategist and then the person who's like analyzing the numbers, right? Like trying to see what's working versus what's not. And a lot of times those are separate people, right? A lot of times the strategist, especially if you're a coach or a consultant and you don't really build anything, it's more like, hey, here's, here's your diagram, go and, and have fun and, and here it is for your team and then they go and, and take off with it. Um, so what, I, what we've come to realize is those are kind of the two people that, that use it and really our core customer, the, the type of person who really uses it is that kind of small agency slash freelancer. That person who's literally sitting there and saying, okay, I'm gonna use the diagram to explain to my client what it is that I'm gonna build for them, right? Then I'm gonna share that diagram with my small team in order to get everyone on the same page so that we know what it is that we have to build. And we're gonna go and do, and I'm gonna delegate and I'll do all these particular things. And then in order to retain my client, I'm going to go and turn this on and I'm going to tell my client, okay, well, here's a break point and, and, and this needs to be optimized. And so we found that that's more of our, our core customers, that small agency, not so much the solopreneur or, you know, 
even though a lot of them do sign up and use it, um, the person who really gets the most out of the whole tool falls under the kind of that small agency freelancer. Uh, could totally see that. And that's primarily this, the space that I find myself in most of the time. And yep. yeah, so from, you know, the, a simple visual tool to, uh, to sell and to get new clients mm -hmm. to a, a visual tool to uh, communicate understanding to the team. And then, as you said, to create that stickiness with the client, because yep. now you're in a position to see clearly and optimize for them because you started off as the strategist and you can continue to be the strategist analyzing what does flow through and all of that. I think that's, uh, I think that's great. And, and it creates stickiness. Like not only can you communicate to your team, but also your clients, right? Your clients aren't marketers. They, that's why they hired you in the first place. And like when they see the picture and then they see numbers in their minds, they're like, you can easily pinpoint and say, look, this is why we're not making sales. Cause like the step from here to here, that's where we're dropping all of our users. Right? So we're going to focus on fixing that. And then because they can see it, they're like, okay, that makes sense as the next step. So go ahead and I'll let you go. And as opposed to you just sending them a report saying like, our opt-ins are only 2% and like, we, we need to fix that. And they're like, I don't know what the hell that means. Is that good? Is that bad? You know, now they can see it as a picture. So they understand it. And that's what makes the whole retention better. That's uh, that's, that's a really good use, uh, use case. And I, you know, we've covered so far who it's for, who it's not for, on a higher level, what the tool does, what it's used for. Uh, can you drill in just a little bit? Now, we're not going to get into a demo or all the little specifics, but can you drill in a little bit on what you're actually able to see? Because there's going to be some pretty advanced, probably data analyst type people uh, who are going to come across this video. And um, I'm going to say, yeah, but can you really do X, Y, Z? Can you really see X, Y, Z? What, what does it actually see and look at and how can this help? Yeah, I'll break this down in terms of um, what can it do now? And then what are we building next in order yes. to help you, you know, move that forward? So right now, what it allows you to do is think of like your, your core three things that anybody can do on, on, on your site. So you have your traffic sources. Then you have the pages that those traffic sources go to. And then you have the actions that you can take on those pages, right? So whether it's a purchase, uh, clicking a button, watching a video, whatever happens on scrolling, you know, there's specific actions that a person can go and do on that page. Okay. okay. Even so, scrolling down. Yep. Scrolling down, watching 50% of a video, all, all of that kind of action based. Nice. Nice. So if you take those three core elements, what you can do with Funnelytics is connect those things. So I could say a Facebook ad goes to a landing page and then on that landing page, there's an opt-in. So the action is they put in their name and email, they've opted in and they land somewhere else or they scroll 50% and, and you know, they land some, whatever it is. Right. So I can map these things out and then I can go and install one pixel onto my, uh, onto my one script onto my, my website, right? So that sits across all of my pages and it'll start tracking individual people that come to your website, right? So think of it like, um, like Google in a sense or Google analytics, you install that one script. So the minute somebody hits your page, 
they're going to be named user ABC XYZ, right? So now we've cookied that person and here's all of the things that user ABC XYZ has done that we've seen on your website. If you want to track specific actions, that's where you have to be a little bit more advanced and, and like say, I want this particular button. So you have to have a little extra snippet of code to okay. identify that button or, uh, or even a, a more complex purchase and pull in dynamic, you know, revenue. Um, you need to be a little bit more advanced, but we're always trying to find ways to make it simpler. Uh, so now I see user ABC XYZ. Here's all of the things that that particular person has done. If they opt in, I can now pull their name and email and ABC XYZ becomes John Smith. And here's their email. Here's their location. And here's all the things that they've, they've kind of done. From there, I can now start doing exactly what you, you said at the very beginning. I want to ask Funnelix questions. I want to say, okay, show me only the people who have purchased this thing. Let me recalculate all the data on this funnel and tell me like, what do the people who have purchased this thing do? So now Funnelytics will recalculate all the data and say, okay, out of the hundred people that have purchased this action or done this action right here, and they'll retrace back and say, okay, well, 10 of them came from your Facebook ad, another 50 of them came from affiliates. And then again, I can keep analyzing. I can say, okay, let's highlight the affiliates and let me see what are the conversions across the whole funnel from the affiliates specifically, right? So I can start analyzing my data and playing with it um, from that standpoint. Another thing that we have is- right, right, before, you, before you move on to the next thing, hold the thought, but I just wanna say that that even right there is so valuable that uh, that you can that you can see that view. Obviously, I brought it up earlier in the beginning, but that you can see that view. You can now tell um, your best customers or certain segments. You say, I, I want more of that. I want to know more about those people. You know, I know I got you know a thousand opt-ins on my opt-in page, and they came from lots of different traffic and and stuff like that. But the people who you know six months down the road <laughs> ended up buying X product, where'd they come from? Exactly. What they do? What was their path? How'd they get here to where they purchased, you know, that five thousand dollar thing or whatever it is? How I want to optimize that. Yeah, um, and you're able to see it. I think that's great. And, and like the, the cool thing with Funnelytics, which is which is unlike any other tool and un, unlike any analytics tool in general, is when you analyze because it's dynamic, right? I've mapped out this particular flow on my canvas, and I go and analyze this segment. Somebody who's done this thing. What it does is it, because it, it, it recalculates the data dynamically, it allows me to get a better sense of which blog posts are performing. Like for example, maybe um, the people who buy my high-end offer, right? Let's say uh, they, the vast majority of them have seen like three of my blog posts. So I can see in Funnelytics in the diagram that like, Okay, out of all the thousand people that have bought this high-end offer or whatever it is that are worth $5,000 or more to me, I can see that, you know, 90% of them have like actually seen this first blog post and at least a good chunk of them have seen the second blog post and, and, and that data. So Funnelytics at its core has that functionality. Now we want to keep building more. I want, again, I want Funnelytics to be one of those things where like any question you have, you can ask it right in a, in a simple way. So 
there's there's more that we need to do to make it like more dynamic and you know for example right now i can't do and or and or statements so i can't i can't say okay show me the people who have bought this thing but or show me the people who have opted in here but did not buy this right versus show me the people who have opted in here and also bought this right like we can't do and or statements just not yet, yet. Not yet. So that's on like our, our very short term roadmap. Okay. Um, so that's kind of that first thing that that you can really kind of do with Funnelytics. Uh, and and I'm, I'm excited to do a demo in the future. But another thing that we did was, which is kind of a, a cool, you know, it kind of a cool feature. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily like if you're a real data nerd, it's not going to necessarily get you super excited. But for your clients and for the people who just want quick glance, we added a, a feature called flow mode, which instead of seeing numbers like, okay, a thousand people went from here to here and the conversion was 20%, we actually have an animation, like it's, we call them marching ants. So we have little dots to represent people. And you can see like, so this, this path right here versus this path, there's like a lot of marching ants going this way and very few going this way. So like you could see breakpoints in your funnel and see like people are flowing really, really quickly here, but then the animation slows down and people stop. And so nice. it just gives you this nice visual, like quick glance of like, oh, this is working. This is not working. Right. Yeah. How do you make, how do you make data visual? How do you make it so that I don't have to be a nerd in order to understand what's working, what's not? That's, that's always been the, the mindset um, with, with Funnelytics and what we're, what we're building. Uh, the, the last core feature that I'll mention is uh, forecast mode. So mm. it, it, I don't know if you, you know, Giru or, yeah. you know, tools like that. So the concept is, is very similar. You know, whenever you map out a funnel, you're trying to hit specific metrics, right? You're, you, you want it to be profitable. So you go and, and map out the, these pages and you say, okay, well, if I'm going to go and spend $10,000 on ads over here, like, if I hit these particular conversion metrics, how much money am I making back here, right? So now I've got an idea of what numbers I need to hit, which is great for like prospecting and telling clients like, look, this is our goal, this is what I wanna do. Setting expectation to the client, you know, exactly. that this right. is why we need to spend so much on this and this is when you could probably expect that kind of ROI and so forth, yeah. Precisely. But forecasts are completely useless if you can't compare it to real data. So the right. fact that Funnelytics tracks the real data, now you can go and say, okay, let's overlay both. Let's look at my forecast compared to my real data. What's the difference, right? And we kind of use these like little um, green, green arrows and red arrows to tell you like, okay, this is higher, this is better, this is better, this is worse. Right. So now, again, kind of going back to the idea of like Steve Jobs and a three year old, if I can explain to my my three year old daughter that like green is good and red is bad, look at this map and tell me what's not working. And like she'll be able to be like, boom, that's not working because it's like red. Right. Because I've compared that forecast to my real data. So now it gives you not only something tangible to go back to your client to and say, look, this is what we've got to fix. Like if we can get this to where this number that's how we're going to hit these, this forecast metric. But like, this is our break point right here. Right. And like your clients, like that makes sense. It's right there. It's in front of me and it's, it's laid out. So we, we built out this forecast feature 
um, in order to make, you know, to kind of create that, that comparison and, and allow you to have goals in a sense. So that's a great tool, just like mapping things out to begin with so that you can communicate visually. It's also a, a great tool for landing clients in that way that you're getting a little bit more uh, technical and strategic on them um, to show them why you're, you know, what, not only what you're building, but why you're building it and you know, what steps you're building it in and and so forth. So that's, that's great. So um, anything else about you, your plan? So you've got this great tool Funnelytics. Um, Is this your foreseeable future? Is there anything else on the horizon in this industry in, in, uh, in digital marketing? Did you want to share anything there? Yeah, I mean, for, for me, uh, my only focus is Funnelytics. I want to, you know, the vision that I have for this tool um, has evolved and, and having, you know, we've had over 100,000 people sign up Funnelytics uh, and, and just having all of that feedback and realizing that, you know, my vision two years ago was this small and, and now it's, it's, it's gotten quite bigger in terms of what we can do. So our, our kind of next steps are, I want to be able to connect your Facebook ads into Funnelytics. I want to connect your Stripe account. I want to pull in like data from these sources that are siloed and then use our, our, our own pixel to stitch that data so that you can now see like, okay, this customer cost me this much, came from this particular ad, and it was this Stripe transaction over here. And like, it's this person in, in this CRM and he opened these emails and like really kind of build profiles. So like that's, that's our core vision of, of Funnelytics, basically making it your visual command center. I, that's how I look at it, right? As a marketer, it's your, it becomes your visual command center. Um, so for me, for the foreseeable future, it's, it's just continuing to build this tool, continuing to grow the company, uh, you know, build my team, you know, back here and, and just continue, continue down this path hopefully change the, the marketing world a little bit. Yeah, so just speak to that for a minute because I'm curious too. This is a, I mean, I, I see it as a new industry. It's a niche. It's a whatever you want to call it. This whole thing about, um, you know, we went from drawing designs on napkins and whiteboards yeah. oh, probably five, six years ago to um, trying to come up with some real sustainable digital solutions for doing this on a regular basis and for, um, uh, I mean, at least for landing clients, for communicating to, to teams. And we've gone into now where uh, there are tools on the market, like yourself, um, specializing in different, uh, different aspects of this, analytics, project management, forecasting, um, and there's probably more stuff that's gonna come. What do you think the future of this little industry is? Man, it's it's only growing. I mean, I think there's. That's that's a. a (laughs) It's loaded. It's a loaded question. It's a loaded question because there's a lot of policies and a lot of things coming up from a data privacy standpoint, Mm, which is already tricky enough. Because as marketers, we need data in order to discover who we need to target, in order to optimize and and get better results for businesses. but now with the, the, so that's a whole bucket and then a whole can of worms by itself. But ultimately what it comes down to is people want results, right? The, there's a lot of big brands that can just spend money and 
they're doing it for branding purposes, right? They're, they're doing billboard ads, they're spending millions of dollars on, on commercials during the, NF, the Super Bowl, but that's just for impressions. There's all of these companies that are starting up, these Shopify stores, these small businesses, these coaches, these consultants who need to figure out performance, right? They need to spend a dollar and get $3 back because they don't have the budget to, to blow and, and you know, just let's go for impressions like Nike. So that market is only expanding. More and more Shopify store owners are coming in. More and more people are, are trying to sell their expertise. More and more people want to quit their jobs and, and become entrepreneurs. So the, the market of performance-based marketing is only expanding, right? People, people need to figure out how do I spend a dollar and make three effectively. So having tools like this, and, and there's lots of them, there's, it's not just funnelytics, but just tools that help you from a performance standpoint, you know, funnel strategists, funnel architects who help you understand how do I find that stranger and turn them into a customer effectively, that's only expanding. Yeah, yeah, you're right. On uh, whether, whether the uh, authorities that be come out and shut down this little channel or that little, you know, uh, thing that you're allowed to track or not allowed, whatever happens, I think, you know, th this industry marketers in general, we're going to find new ways of finding out what we want to know. Yep. Right. And uh, you're going to be on the forefront of that. I can tell. So that's good news for us. Um, where can we learn more about you about funnelytics online? Where do we go? Yeah, so go to funnelytics.io and you can get started for free. Uh, we don't have a full free trial or anything like that. It's a it's a free mapping tool. You can play around with the mapping tool. It's 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 free. And then uh, if you want kind of the analytics features, that's what you pay for. Uh, so go to funnelytics.io. Have some fun there, and then um, head over to mikeldia.com if you want some more videos and and training on 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 funnel marketing and, and stuff like that. So those are the two places. Awesome. Thank you so much for, uh, for this interview, Mikel. I really, uh, I really appreciate the backstory, the insights, the overviews. I think it's going to be helpful for a lot of people and I appreciate your time. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you very much. Hey, Funnel Architects podcast listeners. I want to draw your attention to our upcoming virtual event. Funnel Architects Summit. And you can go to funnelarchitectssummit.com to find out more information about this upcoming virtual event. We will have live speakers and workshops, networking, a virtual expo with booths. We're gonna have a bunch of great deals there. All of your favorite blueprinting software will be there uh, being represented. Lots to learn about from copywriting to sales to growing a business fast, uh, even the legal stuff like terms, conditions, policies, trademark law, SMS legalities. It's all going to be there. Just go to FunnelArchitectSummit.com. Get on the waiting list so that you can register for the event. I know it's a ways away, but there's lots happening even on that list as we lead up to the event that you're not going to want to miss out on. Again, that's FunnelArchitectSummit.com. And I'll see you there.